Well, what counts and what matters will vary depending on where you are. Um, This summer I was in Keswick, and what counted, what mattered in Keswick, was that you had a tent that kept the rain out. If you didn't, um, you would be stuck in the mud with a tractor pulling you out of it. And in Hungary, I learned that what counts is having mosquito repellent. Um, If you didn't have mosquito repellent, you would be laughed at, and everyone would watch you as you scratched the red blotches all over your back, Claire Stanley. And in Scotland, I learned that what counts... What really counts is what football team you support. Um, I was uh, visiting Scotland on holiday, and I went to visit some friends who lived in Glasgow, and it was a very cultural experience, let me assure you. Um, That evening, they decided to take us to a football match between Glasgow Rangers and Manchester City. Now, um, my friends were big Rangers fans, and I realised that what counts at a Rangers game is having a blue outfit on and a thick Scottish accent. Um, as all the fans um, screamed out, um, I'm going to try and sing in Scottish now, so do bear with me. Rangers till I die. I am Rangers till I die. I'm sure I am. I know I am. I'm Rangers till I die. Um, I actually thought that that death was going to come very quickly for me. I was dressed all in green and singing in a very English accent. Rangers till I die. Um, <laughs> What counted, what mattered at that Rangers game was the colour you wore and the accent you had. And indeed, what counted there was really a matter of life and death. I thought that song was going to come true. I was going to die very, very shortly. And see, to this evening, we're going to see that what counts um, not only in Keswick, in Hungary, in Scotland, in fact, all over the world, um, is not what colour you wear, um, not, and whether you've got a tent that keeps the rain out, but something far more significant. It is indeed life or death. What counts is a new creation. Just look with me at verse 15 in your Bibles. Have it open at Galatians chapter 5. Um, and that's on page where are we? 1172. Galatians chapter 6, verse 15 says, Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is a new creation. What counts above all else in God's eyes are new creations. But what is a new creation? Or a better question would be, who is a new creation? Well, I think the best way of explaining it is, um, well, looking at the three guys who were baptised this evening. The three guys tonight were baptised, showing a reality of something that was going on inside of them. Um, Huey, Holly and Emily descended into the water, didn't they? And this symbolises death. The death of their old selves, the lives that they lived where God was not at the centre. And the water is to show that they've been washed clean, washed clean of all their sin, of all their living with God, not at the centre of their lives. And the coming up out of the water is not only to ensure that they don't drown, but it's also to symbolise that they have new life. They are a new person. They are a new creation. You see, the reason they're a new creation is because they are completely forgiven for everything they've ever done wrong. They have a relationship with the God who made them and that same God has come to live inside of them. The difference is so great that they are called something new, a new creation, something completely different. You see, the difference between before and after is huge. What counts is a new creation. What matters above all else in God's eyes is that someone comes to trust Jesus and has Jesus live in them. Now, some of you maybe at this point are thinking, well, 
that's a bit narrow, isn't it? Um, for God to think this is the only thing that counts, the only thing that really matters. I mean, surely if people aren't new creations, then well, maybe God will treat them badly. And then people who are new creations will treat them badly too. Well, I don't think that will be the case. I want to say that um, just because God says that what counts is new creations doesn't mean that Christians will treat other people badly. And the first reason I say this is because being a new creation is something on the inside. So you can't tell. See, man looks on the outside, but God looks at the heart. See, I could spend perhaps um, a month just staring here looking at you. Um, it would be a bit boring for you and probably a bit tedious for me as well. But I could look at you for all that time and I could not tell you which people here were new creations and which people weren't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. And so therefore, um, I wouldn't be able to treat you badly because of whether I knew you were a new creation or not. So no Christian can make that judgment because it is something on the inside. Well, secondly, why don't I think um, Christians should treat, will treat people who, are, who aren't new creations badly? Well, secondly, it's because all the idea of what counts here is to do with getting to heaven, getting to be with God forever in his new creation. See, it's when it comes to what counts for salvation that being a new creation is what matters most. But the Bible will teach everybody here that every single person who roams on this planet has honour and value because they are made in God's image. So God values all people whether they are new creations or not. He made every single person. And he loves them. And if someone here, you're a Christian, you're a new creation, well, do not devalue anybody else because they're not a new creation. They are still made in God's image. And he loves them very much. And thirdly, well, everybody thinks that something counts more than everything else, don't they? And so the question isn't um, whether it's fair that God says this is the one that counts. The question is which thing um, that counts is really the fairest overall? Which one really is the most important? And most people in our world, and I know I do this myself, we make something on the outside the most important thing. And you see, as soon as you do that, you're going to start judging people, aren't you? And if you do make something on the outside the most important thing, the thing that counts above all else, well, then you will start treating people badly. You really will. Well, what counts is a new creation. But maybe you think, well, how do I know whether I've moved away from that? How do I know that I don't really think that new creations are the most important thing? Well, I'm going to show you three ways we'll find out. And the first way I think you can tell that you don't think new creations are the most important thing is that you focus on the outward and the outside. You focus on the outward and the outside. See, in this bit of the Bible we're focusing on, circumcision was the big deal. It was the big outward thing that made all the difference in the world according to those who believed in it. Those who were circumcised were considered the in crowd and those who weren't were outsiders. You see, if you weren't circumcised, you were socially um, thrown out of the way and spiritually you were considered to not have a relationship with God. But verse 12 says, look, those who want to make a good impression outwardly are trying to compel you to be circumcised. These guys who want everyone to be circumcised focus on this outward act. They're kind of really evangelistic about it, aren't they? Um, I don't know why it was so popular. Um, it's slightly lost on me. You can imagine kind of guys wearing um, dark suits with little badges saying circumcision group walking around town come up to you and say, um, do you want to go to heaven? Go, uh, yes. 
Um, I've abridged the conversation slightly. Um, and then they say, well, all you have to do, if you want to go to heaven, is you have to have your foreskin cut off. Okay, um, that sounds a little bit painful. And you can imagine saying, well, don't worry about it. Everyone's doing it. You'll fit in. It'll be brilliant. And I'll be like, okay, help yourself. It seems really odd, doesn't it? Why would anyone agree with it? Why would anyone want to be circumcised? Why would they trust in this outward thing to give them a relationship with God? You see, the people in the circumcision group thought that being circumcised was the marker of whether you were in with God or not. And the whole book of Galatians is about that debate. But I guess um, circumcision isn't something that we're likely to start trusting in, the outward thing we're likely to focus on. But let me give you a few examples of what may be the case. And let's think about school. Now, what counts at school above all else? Well, it's having friends. And how do you get friends? Well, often it's what you wear that makes all the difference, isn't it? If you have the designer shoes, the T-shirt, the haircut, just like mine, then you'll fit in, won't you? You'll count. You'll be someone of value. Salvation at school is based on how cool you look and how many friends you've got. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could go to school and it didn't really matter what you wore and people would just treat you well because you were a human being made in God's image, that you had value and honour because God had made you. Or let's think about the workplace. What counts, about, what counts above all else at work? Well, so often it's your output, isn't it? How much work you do. See, those who get the most done, who see the most patients, who have the most servant-hearted jobs, well, they count as people, don't they? Um, but those who can't work, um, those who don't see as many patients, those who work in banks at the moment, they don't count at all, do they, in our modern eyes? Wouldn't it be great if you could go to work and not be judged as a person on the amount of work that you do, but on something else? Not an outward thing, but who you are as a person. And I reckon almost anything can become the thing that counts most. It could be um, if you drank 50 pints at the weekend or just two. Um, Well, the thing that could count most is whether you have a four-wheeled or a three-wheeled buggy for your child. How much you earn, how big your house is, how big the TV is. I don't know about you, but I find this all the time. I'm always focusing on outward things and making judgments on people. You know you've stopped believing that new creations are the most important thing when you focus on the outward. And focusing on the outward will always lead you to treat people badly. You see, those who don't count in your eyes, you will leave out. Those who don't count in your eyes, you're bad mouth. And those who don't count in your eyes, you'll consider completely insignificant as a person. If what counts for you is the outward, you will inevitably treat people badly and not mix with certain people. And I see this attitude in myself. And this outward uh, um, focus, I think, can especially affect those within inside the church. This is a global problem. You see, at church, what counts so quickly can become outward things. Whether you're quiet at the right times in the church service. Oh, you're the other really spiritual one. You're definitely going to heaven. Or have the biggest Bible, praying out loud, or just coming on church. These are all outward things which you are so tempted to trust. And so those who are quiet, who have the big Bibles, who pray out loud, they count. And the rest of us, we don't. And yet verse 15 says, Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is a new creation. Neither praying out loud at church or not praying out loud at church means anything at all. What counts is a new creation. Well, how else do you know that for you, what really counts isn't new creations? Well, firstly, if you focus on the outward. Secondly, 
if you avoid persecution. Just look at verse 12. Those who want to make a good impression outwardly are trying to compel you to be circumcised. The only reason they do this is to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. Being a new creation, being someone who trusts Jesus with all your life is not an easy option. If you truly value what God values, if you see that new creations are what really counts, then you will not be popular. Jesus' death on the cross creates a level playing field for all people when it comes to salvation. Um, But so many of us, and I am tempted for this as myself, we want to trust in religion. We want to trust in outward things to make us right with God. Religion has always said that you get to heaven by being good, doing X, Y, or Z. Yet when Jesus dies on the cross, he says it's the opposite. He says you cannot do any good things which will make you right with me. The way to be saved isn't good deeds or outward appearances. The way to be saved is to trust in Jesus for forgiveness. And you see, you can't do anything for that. You haven't done anything to receive it. It is a gift given to you. And you don't deserve it. See, you can imagine if you went to your friends at school and you said to them, well, being, you're a nice person, but being good isn't enough. That won't make you very popular, will it? And imagine if you went at work to a friend and he said to them, look, just not hurting people isn't what means you'll get salvation. That won't make you very popular. Or you're chatting with a friend and he's talking about how, you know, if everyone believes something sincerely, that's what really counts. And you say, no. What really counts is coming to trust Jesus. That will not make you popular. Why? Because people love religion. People love to trust in outward things and place all their value on them. See, the best way to avoid persecution is to focus on the outward. Everyone does it. Everybody in the whole world focuses on the outward, pretty much. And so doing it means you'll just fit in with everybody else. If we really believe that new creations are what count, then it will really impact the way we view everybody. Man looks on the outside, but God looks on the heart. Now, I don't know about you, but I haven't faced persecution for being a Christian for a while now. And if that's true for you, you've not faced persecution for a while, then ask yourself this question, why? Why is it? Could it just be that you have stopped thinking that new creations are the most important thing and have started focusing on outward things instead? See, if we never speak about Jesus to the people around us, then we're just avoiding persecution and it shows deep down we don't think new creations are the very thing that counts. Well, how else do you know that what counts with you isn't new creations? It's focusing on the outside. It's avoiding persecution. And finally, it's boasting. And again, this is something I notice in myself all the time. We boast about the things that we think matter the most, don't we? And the things we often think matter the most are often the things we are good at. Um, For example, table tennis. I love telling people how good I am at table tennis. Um, I may say things like, table tennis is the true test of a man's strength and physique. And therefore, anyone who isn't good at table tennis, they're not really a man, are they? And I start to think I'm really cool and important because I can hit a piece of plastic across the table pretty well. It's a bit stupid, isn't it? Uh, What are the things you boast in? What are the things you love other people to know about you? So often we take the things we are good at 
the things that we have, and we say, these are the things that make me valuable. This is the very thing that makes someone important. This is what makes someone count. And again, we can do this with pretty much anything. It could be a sport like me. It could be a holiday you love going on, your job, a relationship, a gadget, some clothes, Bible, your baptism, circumcision. And the thing with boasting is it's just horrible, isn't it? Which is why we probably don't like Australians very much. But boasting in outward things leaves those around you feeling worthless, doesn't it? Because if um, what really counts is being good at a certain sports or having a certain item, and you don't have it, you're a nothing, are you? You're a nobody. Well, how can we change? I don't know about you, but I'm always focusing on the outward. I make judgments on people all the time. It's shocking, isn't it? But we all do it. I'm not the only one. How can we change? How can we come, overcome our love of focus on the outward things? How can we be people who will stand out and face persecution? How can we be people who don't boast in ourselves, making other people feel small and insignificant? See, after all, neither circumcision or uncircumcision or anything, but what counts as a new creation? Well, look with me at verse 14. It says, May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. The first way you need to will overcome this, focus on the outward, is to understand the cross. Paul, the writer of this letter, thinks that the cross will completely transform us. Because at the cross we see the creator of all life itself, Jesus. And what is he doing? Jesus dies at the hands of the creatures he has made. Jesus allows the people he made to hammer his arms into the wood and hang him there, and whip and scourge his back. He faces terrible pain and suffering. Why? So that those same creatures he made, the same ones who nail him to the cross, well, that they can be forgiven, that they can become new creations. On the cross, Jesus faces the punishment that we deserve, you see. And we deserve it because we're always making judgments on people on the outwards. And we don't think that people count, at least if they're not like us. And you see, ultimately, we don't think God counts, do we, so often of the time? We won't let him have our lives. We'll keep them to ourselves. But wonderfully at the cross, Jesus makes it possible for us to become something new, something wonderful, someone who doesn't focus on the outward and judge people all the time. He dies that we might become new creations, And wonderfully, one day, Jesus will come back and take those who are new creations, new people in him, to live in the new creation forever. The cross shows us what we're like. It condemns our focus on the outward. It says that is wrong. And it says we need to be forgiven. And that's why Jesus died, so that we can be forgiven. See, we need to become new people, not just people who are circumcised or come to church. We need to become something completely new, radically transformed and changed. The problem with us is deep, and so the solution requires Jesus to die on the cross. He makes us new. Well, how else will I change? Well, I'll start to view all of my life through the lens of the cross. Just look at verse 14 again. 
He says, May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. The world has been crucified to those who have been made new creations, to those who have trusted in Jesus. The world and its ways, the focus on the outward, is dead and to be done away with. Outward things do not gain a salvation with God, so we must remove our focus from them. And where are we to put our focus now? Well, we focus on Jesus, don't we? Jesus dies on the cross not to make appearances what count, does he? Not to usher in a new dress code, a new Bible version or a new physique. Jesus dies to make people new, wonderfully transformed. And so here is our boast. Here is what we're to boast in above all other things. Not that we're amazing at table tennis or we've got a big TV or a house. Our boast is that the God who made us has died for us and has made us something completely new and wonderful. Our boast is not in ourselves, but in the God who has saved us completely through what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Jesus shows, as he dies on the cross, that all people are valuable. Not just because they're made in God's image, but because he is willing to die for them. And so we must stop discounting and judging people on outward appearances. As a church family here at Christ Church Forward, we must see past our differences, our outward appearances, our outward style preferences, and see that what matters is that someone is a new creation, whether they can sit still through a whole service or not. We are a group of people, if we trust Jesus, who are all have new life through Jesus. And you see, we're all heading for the new creation to be with our Creator forever. And what will we do when we're in that new creation? We will boast in Jesus for all eternity. So let's start boasting in Him now. Neither circumcision or uncircumcision means anything. What counts is a new creation. Is that what counts for you? Let me pray.